Today on The Grid, our topic is how to get access to photograph in places where the public can't. The K-Man, Kunaman, Canahan, the real Rocket Man is here. And he's going to show us a few really cool shots from this week's launch. We've got some very cool giveaways to some folks who are watching the show live. It is going to be, I predict, a fine, fine day on The Grid. And it all starts in just 23.2 seconds. Let's go! Grid is brought to you by Platypod, the tripod alternative that is changing the world. Everybody has a Platypod. You should too. Go to platypod.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to Masterpiece Theater. No, welcome to another live episode of The Grid. You can tell it's live because it's late. late. Yes. Yeah, we had some streaming issues, which is, you know, not unusual. It's always Facebook and It's YouTube. Facebook, right? So anyway. But we got it fixed. We're, we are a little, ooh, we're way late. We're crazy late. But it doesn't matter. The network will let us run over. So yes. it's okay. Uh, welcome, everybody. We've got an interesting show today. We're going to be talking about how to get access to places that the public can't usually get. Mm -hmm. So this is a topic that Eric and I get asked a lot about. Yes. Uh, and so we're going to give you some hints on how to get into those places or events that, that normally you would not be able to access. We're yeah. also going to tell you about one where getting accessed is, doesn't really matter. It doesn't help yeah, very much. Not much. All right. So we're going to do that today. Uh, also, we've got some giveaways. We've got some, some news and stuff. But first, I want you to see some of Eric's pictures. So he, he uh, photographed the ULA launch this week. Mm -hmm, and he sent, me a, he sent me a couple of shots. And there was a one. and Well, then he sent a second one that I particularly yeah. like because I'm not used to seeing images. Uh, so this is, images. The, yeah, this is the rocket. And That's what's it. interesting about this shot right here yeah. is it was triggered by another launch. So there's a Falcon 9 launch a, a pad away. Oh. So that's my camera at sunset when this one's going off, taking the picture of that. Man, we put so. up so many rockets now. All right, so, let's. Uh, yeah, this is the, the rocket lifting off. So we've got uh, the rocket. Ooh, on I like pad. that. I'll go back one. Oh. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that view. That's Thanks. nice. That's the actual, that's, that's one of the cameras that was uh, capturing that sunset. Uh, you got the new engines, you know, these are new engines. Uh, that's actually Blue Origins engines that are on the ULA rocket because they used to launch uh, Russian engines. So ah. they're built in uh, now where they're launching U.S. engines on the rocket. There's a closer shot of it. Oh, I like that. Off. That's nice. Thank you. Ooh, those are good. Mm -hmm. And uh, this, this is an interesting launch. So like I said, that, that one uh, triggered my cameras. That's funny. And then uh, this is one that same view with the sunset or the sunset behind it, just at the ignition when it's first starting out. And then a little later on in the launch, uh, this is a telephoto shot from way over at the press site uh, back to it. Uh, a couple others. Uh, yeah, this is the one that I like. Yeah, where I've like really underexposed just for the flames. Uh, this is actually at one eight thousandth of a second at night. So that shows you how bright this rocket is. Wow that you're shooting, you know, F8, 1 8,000th, ISO 100. And that's uh, the exposure you're getting out of it. Yeah, so that, just, I think uh, that was the one. Yeah. Those are really interesting. You don't see that particular look Yeah, very so often. the engines were kind of like the star of the show. This, These are new engines. These are American-made. So really wanting to focus on there. This was the second. That's actually, it looks like the moon up there. That's the second stage launching up, and then it's lighting the contrail. Of oh. the rocket um, up in the upper atmosphere. So there's same a, thing here. Yep. And then this one, where this is the camera I put kind of right next to the flame trench where it kind of uh, blasts out everything. How many cameras total? Uh, f five, six, seven. Seven, seven cameras. That's a lot of so, cameras. So um, this is just a, a very, yeah, very old cameras usually. There's DSLRs. Uh, but you could see like that was it ignition. And then this is it blasting the stuff towards my camera. And then that's the next frame. <laughs> so you can see how it just progresses. Uh, what's interesting about that is that is very caustic. Uh, my camera's all protected. Uh, it's like acid rain that's raining down on your cameras, basically. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. So there's that's that. And that's shot. basically a few frames after this kind of cleared out. Oh, yeah. And then you had that. Ooh, yeah. There you go. I like that even better. There you all go. right. Well, thank you for sharing those. All right. What else news coming up? 
the photography show in the UK. It's coming up in March, and uh, I got to speak there a number of years ago. It is an absolutely fantastic show, one of the best trade shows mm -hmm. I've ever been to, and I've been to them all. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, if you go to, I think it's uh, just photographyshow.com, I think was, will get you there. They call it the photography and video show, but, you know. Come on. No, no, they have video stuff there, too. But anyway, oh, there's me. Whoa. What? There you are. What? Anyway, I'm speaking on a number of different topics and stuff. Yes. So looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope, too, that so you'll nice. join us there. It is March 16th through 19th at the NEC, which is a giant convention center up in Birmingham, be UK. Here before you know it. Yeah, it'll be here before you know it. So I'm very excited about that. I'm trying to think if I booked my airfare yet. I don't know if I have. Yeah, you're in that window. The sweet spot. You should book it now. I both should book it now. I may book it tonight. Okay, anyway. But uh, that's a lot. That's, 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 I'm very, really looking forward to that. It is a wonderful show. I hope you'll check it out. All right. So we have some controversy today. Mm -hmm. So Wacom um, did an ad, which they do on a regular basis. And uh, apparently somebody in the community said hey that ad is using generative fill Still, yeah yeah it's AI. using it's, it's using generated images and they and and everybody went crazy because you know wacom is about artists and drawing and you know using a pen and all and then i guess they felt like you're one of the tools we use as artists but then you're using this tool that we see as anti-artist and, and everybody went crazy because that's what we do on social media Mm. Um, it's, yes, and we get we go we bonkers, did. and everybody did. So Wacom had to actually write a letter of apology that said, "Hey, we went to a third-party company." This is I read it briefly, so if I don't have this exactly, but but what I got from it was they went to a third party, so it wasn't generated by or created. The artwork wasn't created by yeah. Wacom themselves. Like you had a contractor do it. Get a, a contractor party. or an yeah. ad agency or somebody, yeah. and they said, "There's no AI in this, right?" They're like, "Ah, oh, there's no AI." But then someone in the community goes, hey, wait, this is, that's AI. And they basically said, okay, well, now that we've learned, we did the research. It took us days to figure this out. But yeah, I guess they did use AI. Sorry, we'll make sure this never happens again. I guess Wacom actually ran it through several things that are supposed to show you if it's AI and it came up clean. So they asked the third party company, did you use it? No, they ran it through these filters that check for AI stuff. Everything came up no, but everyone's still hating on Wacom. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, yeah. but that so was kind of interesting. All right. I'm announcing my first travel photography workshop for 2024. Nice. Actually, I could, I could announce two, but the tickets aren't available for either one yet. Uh, but uh, the first one is going to be in Budapest, Hungary. So Budapest which was named by Condé Nast Traveler as one of the top 10 cities to visit in 2024 in mm -hmm. Europe. Uh, it is a phenomenal city. I've been to Budapest before, had a wonderful experience. It is right on the Danube River. So it's right in the middle of everything. It has the iconic, um, what you call it, uh, uh, Parliament House, Parliament, Parliament yeah. building. Yeah, that's very, very it. famous. Right there, yeah, if right you there. click on Learn More, yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the building right there, you see it. Um, and you've seen that building. It's right on the Danube River. And anyway, it's myself and Mimo Madani, and we're going to be there uh, April, uh, late April. So I uh, hope you can join us. It's only open to 12 people. Uh, it's a, a workshop there, and uh, we're going to have a, a ball. The, the food's great there. The, the photography uh, opportunities are incredible. There's just so much to see. I have a list of places that we're going to shoot that is, is really, really something. So that's coming up. Uh, then... About two weeks after that, Mr. Kuna and I are going to Iceland to do a travel photography workshop in Iceland. We'll be in multiple locations, but we're going to go to all of your favorite places. Don't click to learn more. I haven't updated it yet. I'm doing it today. Yes. That's as far as I've gotten is putting the dates and the picture. The tickets are not available. So here's, here's, what, here's how it works. The first thing I do is I tell everyone that's been to one of my workshops. So past participants mm -hmm. are getting an email today with a link to get a ticket. After that, it's everybody on my newsletter. So I have a newsletter you can sign up for at scottkelbyworkshops.com. So scottkelbyworkshops.com. At the bottom of the page, there's a little, then those people get notified next. If there's any tickets still available, then after that, 
I, I notify the public. So next week it'll be open to the public, but this week it strictly will be first for a few days, people that have been to my other workshops, then newsletter, then the public if anything's left. The last one sold out before we ever got to the public. The, yeah. the, what was that, London? Yeah, and that and definitely happened, so that's why you want to get on those newsletter yeah. lists. get on the newsletter list so you'll, you'll know early. And so that's, those are the two that I have now. The third one is looking like Lofoten Islands in Norway in early September. We're working on the dates and, and hotels and all that right now. But it looks like me and Dave Williams. Oh, what? Dave Williams and I in the Lofoten Islands in early September. It's not called, it's not pronounced Lofoten, right? It's Lofton. Yes. Loft. But whatever. You know Tomato. where it's at. It's that place where that picture Tomato was taken. Tomato. Right there, but Dave lives there now. He actually lives there. He's got the insider inside there track. Go. We're gonna stay in those little red cabins, yep. and they're nice. They're really nice. Dave did a video about them. I think I showed it here on the grid. But now, speaking of uh, workshops, I have one later this year. As He's well, got one. Listen to this well. one. Um, this you know, because you know, like Dave. Dave's all into you know, uh, uh, Lofoten Islands, uh, the travel, Norway, all that, all that stuff. I am into the Milky Way, right? He is so, the Milky Way. Um, if you're looking to, you know, kind of master the Milky Way, um, for, even if you're a beginner, um, got people that are shoot the, uh, on their phones, on their DSLRs, mirrorless, whatever. Uh, if you go to MilkyWayWorkshops.com, we have uh, a workshop in. We have. It's basically like a retreat, and you go to this place and you get immersed in dark sky. And we, for those days, just learn how to master how to take Milky Way photos. So, and if you wanna see like, that's the kind of stuff we shot on previous workshops. So you can see like, that's the kind of stuff you walk out with. And uh, what's interesting about it is we have a special guest coming this year. Uh, like last year I had Russell Brown at the workshop. He loved it. Uh, this year, Rick Salmon. Rick Salmon. Is gonna be there. The I man, the legend. I just found out last night, it's actually not even updated on the site yet. So there you go. So if you go All to right. milkywayworkshops.com, you can check that out later on this year. How about know. that? All right, what else we got? Anything else, or we, we can we get onto our topic? I think. Uh, well, we got to talk about get, uh, giveaways. So giveaways, got, yes. Um, giveaways. We got a Platypod uh, disc. This is a really cool disc for attaching your uh, camera to your tripod. Then we're going to be giving away the How You Do That in Photoshop book uh, by Scott Kelby. That's here. me. And then uh, the Photoshop for Digital Photographers book. Uh, you can get both of those over on Amazon.com, or you can win it today on the show. Uh, we're also giving away a copy of On One No Noise 2023, which is a great plugin for uh, removing noise and adding sharpening. You see there's one of the Milky Way images we shot. Um, and then uh, one V-flat we're going to be giving away for V-flat World. It's at, uh, this is for U.S. shipping only, so you have to have a U.S. shipping address. Uh, but if you shipping. use that code KELBY10 at checkout, you get 10% off. So... If you want to win any of those prizes, what you're going to do is you're going to leave a comment telling us which prize you would like to win. And at the end of the show, we'll pick the winner of that prize. Just leave us a comment no matter where you're watching. All right, there we All go. Right, so talking. All right, let's talk. Access. Let's talk about access. So people will send me uh, emails. I get these on a regular basis. Is that, you know, hey, I want to shoot this college football game or this tennis match mm -hmm. or whatever, how do you get in? And it's one of the most common questions I get from sports photographers. Um, but I also get people like, how did you get access to this place? Or how did you get that? How do you get access to places the public normally can't yeah, get to? It's one of the main questions I get to. And, and honestly, a lot of these things are about access. It really is. And trying to get, for example, trying to get pro looking photos when you're sitting in the grandstands of just about anything is very, very, very hard. And I'll give you an example. I'm gonna use hockey as an example. So in hockey, you can shoot from down at the glass where the players mm -hmm. are. They have a, a hole cut in the glass. Now, not everybody has this. Not every hockey rink, even professional hockey rinks, they don't, but there's a, a piece of plexiglass. It's got a lock on it. You turn it. You pop it out, it's on a cable, and then you put your lens through there. You put it through there while the play is not going on because that puck will come right through and, and hit you. So it's, it's a safety issue, but you, you can shoot through the glass. And you're at ice level. You can also shoot from the mezzanine, which is you know above the first section. And I can tell you, it's way easier to shoot from the mezzanine. You get every shot. You can follow the action really, really well. 
you're going to get every score. And in, in fact, like when you're shooting hockey, mm -hmm. if it's the end of the game and you're shooting reportage, like you're there for like a media outlet or something, you have to run. Like when they take that break before the overtime, you've got to run up to the mezzanine and get up there so you get at least the shot of the puck going in the goal. However, why do you only do it in that one left? If it's easier to shoot and you're going to get every shot, why do you sh not shoot from the mezzanine the whole yeah. game? Because the shots are not dynamic. The, the, they, killer the killer shots are where the public is not allowed, right? The public isn't allowed to stick their camera through a piece of cloud. Like those are separate areas that are set well, up. And it's it's the it's like you said though, it's a law of averages. Like you you get the killer shot, but you only get a couple killer shots, right? Right. Because but, but that's what everybody wants. They like it's like right. they're, they're showing with the rocket shots. Exactly. Like, the reason I have to set up so many cameras is because one camera is a killer shot, but it's not like I'm there to move it around and reframe right. and recompose. You either get the shot I'm or not. I'm composing a day before the shot <laughs> and know, letting my crazy. camera work later. So it's crazy. That's where that's where it is, though. It's like if you want a hockey shot, you're gonna shoot to the glass. You want a rocket shot, you're gonna get on the pad. Right. You know. Now we are, we are running up against our first break, so we're gonna take a yep. short break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about exactly. Okay, so now we know what we're trying to do. We're trying to get access to a place to make more dynamic photos, or mm -hmm. get access to a place the public isn't allowed, or the public is allowed, but you want to get there when they're not there. We're gonna talk about all that as soon as we come back. Don't go away. When I go out to shoot a landscape photograph, my goal, my ultimate goal, is not really just a photo itself. So I don't travel to take photos, I travel to enjoy. I travel to enjoy the journey. When I was a child, I was always attracted to nature. Canada especially has no shortage of raw beauty. It always is really impressive to look at a mountain and see that, you know, they are eternal. They've been here for a long time. They are going to be here for a long time. So for me to connect with them in this way, which is photography, is absolutely a dream come true. If I had a few things that I would really want you guys to take away from this class would be understanding composition. Do not click that shutter before you know your composition is good. Understand leading lines, understand patterns, the transition from light to dark. To capture it all, sometimes it's just not possible to do it in one shot. So what I try to do is I try to fix it all in post-processing and that's just something that we cannot get away from. As a landscape photographer, even in the film days, they did the same thing in, in the darkroom. So we have to basically take our photos to the next level, take those raw files, the flat raw files, and bring it back to life. The most important thing to understand is what you're gonna be doing to those images. Understanding the techniques is not a big deal at all. What's really important is understanding composition and imagery. Once you really understand that, the whole thing becomes really, really easy. My goal is to share as much as I can and show the beauty of Canada to the world. segment of the grid is brought to you by B&H Photo, the professional source since 1973. Hey, we're back. Scott Kelby here with Mr. Eric Kuna. 
the real rocket man. Talking and we're, access. We're talking access. All right. So I'm, I'm going to give you the bad news first. So for most sporting events like hockey or football, college football or NFL or whatever, you're going to have to be with an accredited media source. Not generally a website, though sometimes it can be a website. Um, it's it's getting better nowadays. It is getting that. better with that. Uh, that was years ago. It was well, like that was we blogs. Couldn't do that. that was yeah. blogs. It's different to be from a website than it is to be from a blog. Yes. Right? If it's just a blog, yeah, you know, it's hard. Blogs have no juice. But but website. If you say I'm from CNN.com, you'll get well, in. Yeah, everybody can start right. up a blog. Right. But here's the interesting thing about this: the request has to come you can't say hey i want to shoot for the request has to come from the media agency the outlet, yeah. in other words so if you're shooting for getty sports you don't go to the green bay packers site and say i want to shoot the game getty goes and says we want one of our reporters to cover this game here's his name here's his credentials you know right. Please let him in. And, and that's not a guarantee, but most of the time, if it's, especially if it's Getty, but if it's Gabe Getty or AP or USA Today Sports or whoever, you have to be with some accredited newspaper, magazine, major website, somebody that, that they know is, is legit, right? Because all of these uh, venues want legitimate coverage from recognized news sites, right? Yep. So it has to be, but that's your best way in the problem is you have to get in with those companies first yep like you have to apply to them now if you go like most of these like sports wire services and stuff will have a place where you can apply that's how i got in with my sports wire service zuma sports i went to their website and i literally filled out a form on their website and they wanted like 10 pictures so i sent 10 pictures of pro and college sports and 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 they want and you know what's interesting in in the in the uh, in the form, they wanted you to say what kind of equipment you have to shoot the game. Oh yeah. And they said minimums like you have to have like like a, yeah, a, a Nike before, no, what was yeah. it a a Canon D1X or you know a Nikon D5 or you know a Z9 now. Now or that is that is loosened up as well. Well, I mean, but at the time, time, well, it was sports. Yes, this is with sports. sports. It loosened up with sports. Yeah, because you could shoot a rocket with all kinds of stuff. You could shoot a rocket no, no, with no, ten no. year old. But I mean, even with sports, it has loosened up a little bit. Just it used in to my be experience, like, yes. I have not noticed that yet. Yeah. However. But they in in their thing they said you they just want to make sure you're not going to show up and you're shooting yeah, with some yeah, camera that's, what that's it is. incapable of taking the level of, of photos they want, that they, they don't want. want you taking stuff and putting the team and the in the stadium and all that stuff in the bad light. Right it's now the the so there's multiple parts to getting accredited with one of these. So let's say that you go and you apply at. I don't know, Getty or AP or whatever, and you apply and you go through the things and you send them your pictures of things that you've done before and they say yes. They say, okay, you're in. Now you have to fulfill that. You can't just go and shoot the game and then send them some photos whenever. Mm -hmm. Now you have to go and you're expected to shoot before the game. You're expected to shoot warm-ups. You're expected to pick out a number of images, caption them, keyword them, and follow. They will give you a... Here's how we want it done. They'll actually give you a document that says how you want it done. You have to do that. You have to shoot. Now, there's people, different companies will have different ones. Some will want you to turn on, turn in uh, images after the first quarter of a football game. Some will want you to turn in images after a score. Um, you'll definitely have to turn in images at halftime. You'll have to turn in images immediately after the game. They all have to be categorized. They have to be edited. They have to have the metadata. I mean, there's a lot work. to it. It's hard. You work. will be the last person to leave the stadium when they're everyone's mm -hmm. gone and the parking lot's empty. There's you dragging your gear out at night. I mean, it's you get there before anybody. You're there hours before the game. You're there through the game. You're there hours after, after the game. And then what I would do is go home and upload even more photos. Like I would send the critical photos right afterwards. You know, like yeah, 30 absolutely. photos right after the game sharpened imaged categorized everything and then i would uh go home and do like another 
20 or 30 more if I had, you know, enough images. But anyway, so there's a little bit to it. That's one way to get in, which is go the accredited route, newspaper, magazines up. Now, I'm going to let Eric go. We're going to come back to this, and I'm going to tell you another way that you that might be easier to get in and i have some examples and stuff yeah. of easier ways to get in to that same kind of thing like maybe to shoot a football game or something like that there is another way besides being with an accredited media outlet all right yeah and that that's a so sticking with accreditation i mean i think a big thing with accreditation is that like you said scott we have to get we have to get to the point where somebody will vouch for us and say, hey, this person will actually take a great shots. They're going to deliver. Yeah. So what you have to do, this is what's so hard with this, is uh, your, your first action, if you're saying, I want to go shoot sports, or I want to go shoot a rocket launch, or I want to go shoot um, anything that, that takes this accreditation process, your first thing isn't to go try to get accredited. Your first thing is you need to work at getting a body of work. Yeah, I was going to yeah, talk about you know, that. Yeah. You need to work at getting a body of work so somebody will accredit you. You know, you have to show somebody that, one, you're willing to show up and take those shots and, and do the hard things. And even if it is going to a, a high school uh, football game and working up to college and then working up to the pros, or if it's hey, I've, you know, gone around and done all this work around NASA and I've, I've captured the rocket launch. That's what I had to do in the beginning was you had to go through and prove to somebody, hey, this person's actually going to deliver, they're going to produce results, and then they're going to get that. So that's where I think everybody wants to put the cart before the horse here and just like, oh, but I just want the access or they just want to just pay for the access. Like, but the reason you also don't want to do that is because when you get that opportunity, if you fail and don't deliver <laughs> that's the last time you're ever yeah. going to do it you don't get any so more assignments do not go out out the gate and think oh i uh, by by just being like like people do that it's happened many a times people they'll get accredited they'll go out to a pad they'll set up and then uh in fact i remember being at a launch one time this this company was hired to do this job and they they thousands i mean i'm talking just ridiculous amounts of money that that people were spending to do this and they came out with no shots why because none of the people there, why they got the accreditation and they got all that, they didn't have any experience in doing it. So uh -oh. <laughs> it was like, yeah, they got the credit, but I guarantee you ain't they're going never back. going back and that company's never hiring them again. No. And guess who they hired next time? They hired me, they hired <laughs> us because we deliver on the thing, you know, and that's part of what it is. So that's where you have to really, again, don't put that cart before the horse. Uh, but when it comes to accreditation, it's very similar I think because I, I've done sports, I've done news, and now I'm doing a, you know aerospace, very specific area, but it's very similar in all those. I mean, anybody can go and get accredited, especially at NASA. I mean, you could just Google NASA Kennedy Space Center media accreditations. There's a website. You go fill out the information. Now, well, the thing is, you fill out the information, but then you're like Scott said, then your editor or the person that is vouching for you is the one that's going to actually confirm that you can get accredited. So it's, you can go get accredited or go apply all you want, but you gotta have that accrediting organization that's gonna accredit you. Um, so that's, that's what the process is. You really have to take the time to get a body of work, get something together where somebody will vouch for you. And then it's a, just a matter of then just asking and just asking around. And you start out, you know, just asking if, if people need this. The best thing I know with a lot of things is to look look at local papers look at local um magazines look at local um news outlets you know stuff that's smaller at first and look and see who's using the official photos and who's not using their own um photos like somebody their own person their own people aren't creating and go out to those people that don't have their own photos and say hey would you would you consider accrediting me here's my body of work here's my examples now will you give me a shot Right, but how do you come up with a body of work? So yeah. we'll talk about that yeah. right after this. Don't go away. Right. We're going to talk about that next. Yeah, because that's a, that's an important piece of the puzzle. It is an important piece, but where's my drink?
Karen Hutton. Join me for my new class, how to make the most out of a travel location. We cover landscapes, historic towns, and everything in between. I'm gonna show you how to get those big epic mountainscape shots, how to carve them up into wonderful bits, how to do macro, how to do intimate shots. I'm gonna show you how to capture the essence of a little town anywhere in the world and the people who live there. Come join me for the adventure on my latest class at kelbyone.com. This segment of The Grid is brought to you by Canon. I don't know how much you want to... Hey, hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. Hey, ho, hey, hey. All right, so we're going to talk about, so how do you get a body of work when you're going to apply to one of these media agencies? Well, what I would do is, and I have two topics, that's one of them, is to start, start at the high school level. Now, yeah. it is easier if you have a student in high school. It makes it very easy because you're a parent and you can go there and go, hey, my kid's playing, my kid's doing track and field. Uh, I'd love to shoot the game. Any problem with me being right down there on the field where they are? Can I get some permission or relative. a relative or something? If not, it's going to be a little harder to go. And then you'd have to go to, I don't know, I don't know if, if how many high schools have a sports information director. I know that colleges do. Um, I don't know. I don't exactly know who you would go to at it if you don't have. Well, a, now I had just, a friend. You just who has a, a bunch of people. You ask a it, bunch. Of, ask just, somebody who's got. Here's what you do: find somebody whose kid goes there. Like for example, my yeah. next door neighbors have a kid that goes to a high school, and I could ask them. My daughter's in high school, but she's not in any of the sports. Um, but uh, you know, my next door neighbor, their kids are. So I could say, hey, could you ask them? It's amazing what just asking around does. Just here. asking around. All right. So that's step one. You you have to get good, solid high school photos. Now, if football is what you're interested in, this is a bad time to be interested in football as the season is ending. However, um, I, I did a course with Dave Black where we went and actually shot a high school football game. Yeah, and Dave I is. That brilliant is one of the best and he and i literally are out at a high school on friday night yes we got permission we have a camera crew there we're shooting yeah, everything I, I knew the assistant coach there there you That's go what it was is you got to know the people yep you just got to know around. the people all right so we got in and we were able to shoot that and, and and it's great you'll learn a ton and you'll come up you'll know what to do once you get your high school shots then you can take those and apply to a college. But yep. here's the thing. So this is the second part of this, and it's what I alluded to earlier. What if you can't get in through a media, or, or what if you're not willing to go through what it takes 
to, to do the, the media because it's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress because you're on a very, very tight timeline, right? Uh, when you go in the photographer's workroom at one of these games or something, mm -hmm. nobody's talking it at lunch. Like, yeah. and no one's eating it's, lunch. It's a lot of work and a lot of stress for not a lot of pay either. Yeah, the pay is horrendous. All right. Bad. Now. It's not that good. It's not that. Well, I mean, if you're with Getty, it's better. You know, it's okay. US Today it's Sports okay. is not it's as just, good. But, I just think for the amount of work yes, that you have to put in, that's what I'm saying is, it's a tremendous amount of work. People requiring, undervalue Requiring the most expensive equipment used for anything. For All right. Anything. All right, now. So what's your other way in? There's a bunch of other ways in. Number one, you could go to a high school and say, look, I don't know, it's kind of what Eric was saying. I don't know if you have anybody that's covering your games. I'll cover your whole season for you, all your home games. Any home game, just give me credentials, and I'll give you the best 25 shots from every game that you can use. Now, let's say the school says, oh, no, we have a parent that he's doing that. They may have a parent that may say, oh, you can do it too, whatever. But let's just say they say, oh, no, no, it's one parent's got it locked down because that stuff happens where, you know, you have that. It definitely does. All right. <clears throat> then what you can do is, Eric kind of alluded to this, was go to whatever the smallest newspaper is in your area, mm -hmm. the smallest magazine or website or whatever, and yeah. say, hey, I would love to cover the – hurricanes friday night football games for you guys and give you the pictures and the deal will be i give you pictures and you give me uh get me credentials to shoot because it's very different if the <clears throat> south dakota b calls the and says hey we have a, re a guy who wants to shoot the game you know can we have our reporter out there they're going to say sure of course you know they right, usually they'll frame it up as more like hey we want to cover the game we're going to send a reporter out yeah that kind and of then, thing and then of course yeah. the school's going to be like yeah you're going to cover our yeah. school you're going to give us press yeah if you yeah. come in through any door now here's some other things so um uh I, I met a guy uh who wanted to shoot the indie race uh in st petersburg florida listen to this one mm -hmm. he went to the city of st petersburg and said who do you have shooting for you? You don't have anybody? Let me be the guy. Yeah. I want to shoot stuff. But here's how he started. Great. He started by he went to their 4th of July parade, took a bunch of really good shots, and sent them unsolicited to them. Yep. Just sent them. That's hey, I do. took 50 shots of the uh, – yep. feel free to use them. Just make sure I get credit. So then when he called them and said, hey, remember me? I'm the guy that sent you the, the, the images from the 4th of July parade. I would love to cover the indie race for you for the city. And they're like, oh, great. We have a photographer willing to work for free. That guy gets into pro sports because he can cover it for, for this. If the city of St. Petersburg calls the Buccaneers organization and says, hey, we want a photographer to come and cover the game next week. They're like, sure. What time would you like? You know, where can he pick up his pass? You just need some legitimate way. Now, this um, I've talked about sports, and we're going to talk about locations next. But if you have some legitimate reason from some semi-legitimate thing, also, sponsors. Sponsors, sponsors, sponsors. Yes. Let's just say that uh, just drive by the stadium and see who's got posters outside and he, who's got, like I know Publix. Who, who has interest in the event, yes. basically? Publix, for example, has big signs in the end zone of the Tampa Bay Stadium, the Raymond James Stadium. You could contact the PR people at Publix and say, hey, I'm a serious sports photographer. I live in Tampa. I would love to cover the Bucks games and give you games. And I'll make sure to take some where you see the player and the, the public sign in that's the background. What, that's all they want. That's they just, they just want those couple photos, and then you get to shoot their the logo. whole game. You can shoot the whole game. But you just got to get those couple photos. But that's the thing. If you do go that route, deliver. You got to deliver. You have to deliver. Gotta that's deliver. what people do. They, they, all true. They go do this. And then that's where they wonder, like, why, why couldn't get it again? It's like, well, you didn't deliver. You've got to deliver. Right. So I was, I was shooting for the, uh, for uh, Indy, and I, and, I, and I shot one of the races based uh, for, for um, no, it was before I was on, on, on assignment. I wanted to shoot the Indy race. It's coming to St. Petersburg, and I, I, I didn't have accreditation. I wasn't with the media. I'm, I'm trying to think how I got in. I used a fast one. I got in, oh, I went to Indy and said, hey, 
I want to shoot your race. You know, I'm not with a thing, but I, I'm, a, I'm living in the local area. I shoot sports and stuff. And here's what they came back to me with. They said, all right, here's the deal we'll make you. Everybody that we send out to shoot for, for Indy, this is the Indy Racing yeah. League. Everybody we send out just wants to shoot the cars. I need pictures of the crowd. I need people partying. Mm -hmm. I need sponsors. If you'll spend one day doing that, the day before or whatever, and get me great shots of people, then you can shoot the race. So I did. I went and I had people partying, woo, you know, you know, just, and, and they're all getting all their crazy, you know, people dress up to go to these, you know, events and stuff. I have everybody drinking, partying. I got a million sponsor shots. Not only did I get to shoot the race, they invited me to shoot the Indy 400. They said, you're the only guy that's doing what we asked to do. Will you come? And they invited me to the Indy 400 in Indianapolis because I, yeah. I did the thing. I did what Eric said. No, that's what you, you have got. to deliver. And you have to put yourself into their shoes, what they would want. That, you know, one of the areas, and I'm sure we'll talk, well, we might talk about this, but one of the areas that it, that access sometimes doesn't matter as much is air shows, right? Oh, yeah. Aviation. But here's the thing I will say along those parallels is the air shows and the aviation that I get officially asked to cover are the ones where I've gone and delivered them photos that nobody else delivers them. When somebody goes to an air show, you know what they get? They get pictures of the, the plane up close because that's what they want. Right. You know what the air show wants? Pictures. The crowd. The like crowd. Like you talked about. Yep. When I deliver the crowd pictures and I deliver that, you get asked back. And then you get asked back to cover and then you get paid to cover the thing. You know, so that's what you want to do. You want to put yourself in, if you want more access, always put yourself in the mindset of who hired you, even if it's for free, who hired you to cover this? Because that will promote you in the future. Yeah. All right. Hey. Uh, so we got to take a break. We, but, yeah, we got some comments coming comment. in too. Here so you go. We'll, we'll do the comments right after the break. We're we're yep. kind of running a little late today. Let's go ahead and we'll 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 be back. We're going to get your comments and I have how to get into places. So we talked about how to get into events. Yeah, how like to build how to your get thing, like, uh, like uh, libraries or uh, theater or churches. That kind yeah, of any stuff. place you want to get into that they say no. <laughs> Do you have hundreds of images sitting on your hard drive? I think you do. Well, after this class, you will learn how to get those images published and get them out in front of the world so others can see them. I am Leonard Johnson, award-winning fashion and beauty photographer, and I'm here doing my third class on how to get your photos published. How to even select your images. Now you're gonna curate those images. Okay, so I'm gonna walk you through the step-by-step -step process of what it takes. I'm gonna take you through caviar.com so you can see the whole selection process step-by-step -step of what you need to do in order to get those images up and get them off those hard drives and get them published. Come check out my latest class at kelby1.com. I am a portrait and wedding photographer based in Valencia, Spain. I do mainly commercial and editorial photography and I retouch up to 100 photos a month. We shoot almost every day for all kinds of clients, such as commercial, beauty and fashion. And we retouch our work more often like every other day. I used to spend over one hour for one photo. If we want professional results, we must remove skin blemishes, do micro dodge and burn, highlight eyes, widen teeth, and even reduce wrinkles in clothes. And this can easily take me up to two hours of work for each photo. So when I saw that there's a plugin for Photoshop that helps you retouch quicker, I was eager to get my hands on it. I had many feedbacks about it, and I found a lot of positive reviews, which made me to consider buying my first plugin. One of the challenges we have at the end of a session or wedding is to achieve an addition in our photograph that looks natural. 
This is where retouch for me has become a game changer. I love the feature that you can pick how much effect it has on your photo and you can adjust it accordingly to your style. I saved a lot of time and always end up having amazing result with my work. I am extremely happy with the quality. Now I am more efficient and have more time to spare with my family. This segment of The Grid is brought to you by Platypod, the world's most compact tripod base. Oh, hey, back. we're back. Scott and Eric here. Great comment from Rick here. Yeah, Rick's saying, um, I'm currently working with a high school wrestling team and got in by talking to the athletic dresser and the director and the wrestling coach. Perfect. That's it. That's what you want to do. And then uh, James is saying, I have a vlog and use that, uh, use that to get media passes. It's totally. If you can get it, more power to you. Uh, plus, I'm getting a press lanyard from Amazon, which, uh, by the way, sometimes works. Yeah, it does, especially in the news area. I've noticed that, like, if I can flash something, this really, is press. Because like, uh, I have press badges on all my on all my camera equipment uh, for those moments when you do get into those moments where, oh, that'd look cool if I get access. Uh, and sometimes that works. And you're absolutely right. Sometimes it works. However, if you really want to guarantee it works, you get the credential drought. And then uh, Stu saying, hey, Stu, the New York workshop was awesome. There Thank you go. You, Stu. <laughs> and then uh, Lisa saying, uh, hello from Little Rock. I'm a newer uh, to Kel I'm newer to Kelby One and I've done the fast track. This has completely changed the way I photograph and process in, in images. Thank you. Well, there you go. That's why we did it. So. Yeah. So for those of you who aren't familiar with fast track, I, hopefully if you watch the grid, you are. But it is this new thing that we've done to accelerate your learning. And it is it is getting rave, rave reviews. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, it's it's five classes and you watch one a day for five days. Mm -hmm. it's, so it's one hour and you watch it for five days. And uh, it... Um, yeah, I mean, people are raving over it. Uh, yeah, it's real. That, that's it right there. It's five courses, and then after that, and and I lead you through this. Larry Becker and I kind of host it. I lead you through it. I teach the classes, and then we tell you what to do next. So it's a whole thing. But uh, people are having incredible results, and that was very nice of her to share that as, yeah, as well. Yeah, and we've had so many incredible results uh, with contests lately with our members. Like so many members getting into uh, oh yeah contests. Hey, speaking that, we just watched Lenworth's ad. Yeah right that um that he's talking about how to get published we got an email from one of our members this, yeah, week, this week who had yeah. seven images published seven based from on that a, class from that class from that class right so so that's where if you if you pay if you take and apply this stuff it does work i tell you you just does have work. to go apply it oh nice comment from marianne here yeah so marianne saying i got press access press access to the boston marathon in 2010 through a microstop site not sure if this uh if they still offer this and yeah that's a that's a definitely a way to go it's uh probably a little tighter now in that realm of the world but um you could definitely do it that way um and get access any way that will get you in a lot of times it's just about asking marianne asks if you get credentials should you shoot in raw or jpeg they will tell you yes. they will say we want this or we want that they will literally they don't they don't um uh, but either way, what they really want is great photos. They want great photos, and then the Gerard or JPEG usually has to deal with the speed at which you need to get the photos to them. Hey, um, oh, Cammy's got a comment. You can always convert a RAW to a JPEG. And it's, a, it's about, is it about yeah, this book? Yeah, Cammy's saying yes, Scott's a right nobody uh, Photoshop book Someone's for digital photographers. Uh, the two-page acknowledgment, acknowledgments uh, was worth getting the book, Classy Scott. Uh, book is easy, uh, so easy to read uh, with great instruction examples. I highly recommend it. Well, thank so you, Candy. Someone's going to win that Somebody's today. Somebody's winning that. In I, fact, I think we have I never winners. think that anyone's going to read the acknowledgments page that doesn't think they'll be on that acknowledgments page. Let's see who won that book because I think it's right there. Uh, Photoshop, for photog Photoshop for Digital Photographers book is going to Deborah Wall. So Deborah Wall won that. And then uh, Ken Walker won the Platypod disc. Uh, we got uh, Sarah... Uh, Osinga is winning the On One uh, No Noise, and then uh, Jeannie W is winning the How to Do That in Photoshop book. Lisa Brown is winning the V-Flat. So all you got to do is email us over at gridprize at kelby1.com, and uh, we'll verify, 
verify your information and send it to prize. I'm having a tough time talking today. He is, he's having talking issues. All right. Issues. How do you get into places that you, the public is not allowed to get into? Yeah, like places, right. so locations. Here's, yeah. here's what I do, and, it, and I've had pretty good success with this. Start off by going to their social media. So uh, it, it's amazing. Cathedrals, opera houses, churches, they all oh, they yeah, have definitely. social media accounts. Yeah. I start there. I, I follow them, and then I try to send, if I can, a lot of them will accept direct messages from whoever. And so I'll try to send them a direct message. If not, I will send them a, a tweet, but I will send them a tweet with, that it goes to them. So it's not going to the public. So I start the tweet with their address. So at Famous Library, <laughs> whatever, I'm just making up a name, at Famous Library. And then I'll say, hey, uh, I, I'm a photographer that's coming to Oxford, England on, you know, such and such a date. Uh, who, yeah, who, who can I talk to um, about getting an opportunity to shoot there before the public is allowed in? Because once the public's there, now it looks like a touristy photo. Uh, and to be able to shoot like architecture, it's kind of cool sometimes to have a person in it. It's not cool to have 70 people in it, right? It just looks like a tourist shot. So getting that extra access makes all the difference in the world especially because you can normally set up a tripod. For example, um, I got my entire workshop in New York City to go uh, to get early access to St. John the Divine. To St. John the Divine in New York, they, they let us come in. It was great. They gave us a awesome. run of the place, set up tripods, the whole nine yards for I think like 45 minutes beforehand. And so generally what the deal is, is if you let us come in and do this, What's in it for them? You're going to give them images for their social media, for their website, whatever. It is a, it is a trade. So everybody, and I can tell you from a company, like I have my own social media, Kelby One has social yep. media. You we are constantly contact. struggling for new photos and new yep. images and new content Especially great to put images. online. Especially really good images. So if you can say, look, uh, you know, here's a link to my portfolio. Uh, I, I, I would love mm -hmm. to come and shoot, and I'll give you my 10 best photos that you can use on your website or whatever. Uh, now, but here's the key. You can't do this the night before. The more time you give them, the better chance they'll say yes. If, you, if you're coming in two weeks, I would say two weeks from when you're going to arrive in that city that's or that location, late. that's, that's kind of late. You want to go three or four weeks. Like if I was going to be there in February, this would be a good time to say, hey, I'm going to be there on February 4th. Is there any chance I would love to shoot your whatever it is, uh, you know, event, uh, you know, parade, whatever the, the thing that the public want, you can't get in there. And that's what I try to do is to get in there when there's nobody there or when there's great light. I've been able to get in Grand Central Terminal in New York City, at six in the morning, you know, where there's virtually nobody there, five in the morning, and you get that first light coming yeah. through the windows. I mean, you can, it's beautiful. but a lot of times, and I'm surprised at how many big places like Grand Central Terminal, you just have to go to the PR department and, and fill out a form. And they're just like, sure. They just want to know that who you are and what day yeah. you'll be there so they can tell security not to tackle you. So a lot of places have, they write on their site. Also, go and look, and they'll, a lot of them will have photographic policies page. Go to their FAQs and scroll to the bottom. It's always at the bottom of their FAQs, it'll say photography. Some will actually have a, a photography department. They'll actually have a, a, a part of their company like the Library of Congress, right? They have people that are responsible for mm -hmm. photography of the, of the thing. I was able to go through there and I got to shoot in the private areas and areas the public will never get into uh, of, of, of the Library of Congress because because there is a visitor's gallery, but there's glass in front of it. You have one shot that you, it literally it's a one shot thing. I got to shoot all over. It was wonderful. So uh, and, and that was just going and doing doing this thing where you start with their social media. Who's the person to talk to? Uh, here, I, I want to do a trade. I want to don't say trade, you know, 
Uh, but I, I we basically just start the conversation and yeah, then start as the, the conversation. As the conversation goes. And that's a, the, the same, you know, the area that I, I, I do the same thing in is Milky Way photography. A lot of times when you want to shoot Milky Way photographies at, at these great state parks or sometimes national parks, they're closed. You know, some of them yep. are not open all the time. Well, I want to shoot a great Milky Way shot. I've got into many of places just from asking and just going like, hey, I know that you're not open at these times. Is there any way, here's my work, here's what I do. I would really love to shoot, I had one, I'd really love to shoot your lighthouse with the Milky Way behind it, but I know you guys aren't open. I would like, you know, and it's like, well, sure, you can do that. All I had to do is pay for basically an after hours uh, permit, which is basically me just paying the ranger to be there. Yeah, that's all it is. You're paying yeah. a little fee for the ranger to be there to make sure you're not disrupting anything. But then you got a killer. I got a killer killer shot out of it. So that's the effort that you have to put into. And sometimes it's just about just asking around and figuring out, hey, can I get access to that? Start on their social media. Yeah. If you start with the social media, you start with those people and you just show them your work. Then they're again more likely to go like, yeah, we want we want those photos. Yep, and I would say that's the biggest secret. You you got to get the conversation going, which is Eric just said. You got to get the conversation going, and they're generally, you know, social media people are usually pretty hip. They're usually pretty, you know, they're pretty happy to help. And I can say, you know, who who do I talk to? And they go, oh, that's that's Cindy, and, and she's what? not in until Thursday, but here's her direct email. And all of a sudden, you've got the direct person who you need to ask. And just state your case. Just tell them, you know, I have an email. It's all ready to go. I can, yeah. I have the whole story. I just yeah, have to just type copy in. copy and paste and copy, change you know. some words. Yep. But yeah, that's what, what it is. Is like when you think about it, like it's the same way with a credential. Once you get like credentialed, uh, you get a body of work and you have somebody that's willing to vouch for you. By going to that person who you know they are looking for an image, they're looking for content. Now you've got an advocate inside that department or inside that company or inside that organization that's going to advocate for you for being there. That's a little different than if you just basically go fill out a permit and, and you get the permit denied. Yep. You know, <laughs> if you have an open door already, it's so much easier. So that's where I'm with Scott. I always start in that direction rather than just trying to go through. I'm trying to build that relationship to get that access. Yep. Hey, can we see my screen real quick? Mm -hmm. If you really want to, if you really want to, score when you're done send them a print oh yes this so, is a secret if you I, want to be asked back you want to be asked back i sent this print uh i had to get special permission so i was shooting for the atlanta falcons so i'm shooting my images go to the falcons that's how i got to shoot these games because i was shooting for atlanta's photography team and i i asked hey can we shoot the players coming out and they're like well you can stand at center field i'm like no no i want to put up a remote camera they're like no, you can't do that. No. <clears throat> so anyway, I was able to, to, I won't go through the whole story, but I was able to yeah. do the shoot. I gave a print to the, the guy that runs the pyro, who's the guy you have to get the permission from. And I was invited back with great zeal to shoot all kinds of. I, I think I, you've had cameras mounted everywhere at that cameras point. Cameras everywhere. Like, all where over. do you want to be? We will put them exactly where you want yep. to be. And they'll, and they that's even, the they even assigned one of their guys to watch the camera because one time the, uh, the mascot knocked over my camera. And so now they assign a guy to make sure that nobody hits my camera. But, but anyway, but that all came from sending a print. So if there you really want to have a home run, after you're done, don't even tell them you're going to send them a print. Just do it. Just send them a print. What's it going to cost you? 20, 30 bucks. And, and it'll open the door for the future, not just it for you, totally but for other does. photographers as well. It totally does. All right. We have, we have completely exhausted our time, but I hope that you found that helpful. I hope that now you have a strategy to either get into sporting events or to places that the public isn't allowed to get. And it starts, most of it will start with social media. So at least... For non-sporting events, there's that. Email, but, social media, even email too. Just find oh, sure. somebody's email. Like again, it's about starting a conversation, explaining. Now again, the the big thing in the beginning is have a have a good body of work to begin with. Be and that's why a website's so important and having social media is so important because in order to get this access, you need that stuff. You need that stuff. All right. Uh, let's see what's going on next week. Anything, Christina? We got anything cool happening next week? Any guests? Not yet. Not yet. So next week, but we will just have be, something really cool. 
oh yeah, we'll come up with something really cool, like super cool. That's next week. So we'll be back here next week on The Grid. Thanks to all of you for watching today. Uh, don't forget, if you want to get early uh, notice on my workshops, go to scottkelbyworkshops.com. Or Eric, where do they go for yours? MilkyWayWorkshops.com. MilkyWayWorkshops.com. We will see you guys next week. Thanks to the crew. Thanks to Christina and her crew. Thanks to you guys for watching and our sponsors. And we'll catch you next week. Oh, and by the way, while you're waiting, go join Kelby One. We got yeah. cool. I got some cool classes coming out. Fast Woo! track.